This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You are listening to Garden Talk. You know, if I would grab a microphone and bring it over here, what have we been doing for the last half hour? I thought I we have, were prepared. Good morning. I have never been this far from a microphone when we started the radio show. Um, did I grab the right one? Yes. Well, I can hear yeah. you. Okay, good. So good, good morning, San Diego. <laughs> good this morning. Is Garden Talk yeah. on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Kevin, Kevin. Ken has the day off. Kevin just sent me a text. Good morning. Please take this from me. Good morning. How are you? I'm, well, yeah. don't bring it back to me. Talk uh, about well, you could say You could say you're well. I am well, thank you. And happy football season. Happy football season. I know George is pretty excited well, we have the know. football season. And uh, our co-worker Chuck and our former co-worker Barb have a football pool every week. They Love it. They get together for all the games, and his his rival brought us cookies, his co-workers, all of his co-workers' cookies, so that when we have to listen to him be sad and whine because he loses, that the cookies will help to make up for that. Soften, <laughs> soften the blow. So that it, yeah. George doesn't care about sports, so we won't. I love sports. I love playing sports. Oh, that's right. That's right. Active sports. We had sports. this discussion. Had this discussion. It, yeah. um, beautiful morning. Gorgeous, it's gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. So crystal clear out. Beautiful crescent moon. I'm assuming that's Venus. I thought so as well. I guess okay. we could look it up, but I think it's Venus. Yeah, it's probably, you know, as, as a matter of fact, the microphone I'm using is at about the same place Venus was. It's across the sky <laughs> and Nowhere facing near away. where you were. Yeah. I, I'm surprised because you, you did a really good job this morning setting, setting up, making sure the, the headphones, the volume, everything was good. The only thing you failed to do was put a microphone anywhere near you. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, Nobody we'll be wanted okay. to hear what I had to say anyway. So they, they came here for Typically. you. Typically. Well, only after I opened my mouth. Um, so what's it's, going on today? Well, it's been a mild week. Up until yesterday and the day before. Starting to warm up a little bit. Today is supposed to be the hottest day of this coming period, and it's supposed to cool down a little bit each of the next few days as a surge of moisture heads north from the hurricane down off of Baja. Or I guess it's a tropical storm now. I I was looking at at some weather stats, and it said that the hottest months for where we are in Poway, it's 2.8 months worth of heat, and it's from July 1st till September 26th. Is our are the hottest months for a hard hottest number of days for us? So you have a microphone and can't speak. I didn't have a microphone and, and, couldn't, and couldn't speak. speak yeah, I um, think I got it across. How, what is the? But usually it's hot and dry in October, November, December. Right, but we, not consistently over eighty-one degrees. I think was ah, the stat. Is that the, right. It's been warm, but 
and, and last night the night was warm, but the night before it was really cool. And you've heard me yeah. say, as long as I can sleep. Right. As long as you can sleep. That's all but, that matters. But you know what I've done this last Slept. few weeks? Well, not the few weeks. A few times in the last few weeks. You've slept outside under the stars on a blanket on top no, of your I car. I closed up the house and oh. turned on the AC overnight. Oh, yeah. And that is hot. one way to one way to sleep. And I don't traditionally do that. Because, yeah, you know, electricity costs money. And I, I don't do it. And David it's, it's does not, not separate that's, himself from money. That's, that's true. Right. I, I don't do it because of the, the cost. I don't like air conditioning. I would prefer to have the windows open any day. Well, not when it's hot. Typically, well, I, I, but yeah, can, I, agree I can handle that, actually. Do you drive with the windows when it's in the summer? Like right now, when you're driving to and from work and it's 90 degrees, do you t- close up the car and turn on the AC or do you open it, the windows? I often will drive with the windows down. Often, it depends on if I'm listening to something that I really want to yeah, hear, I'll hear keep it. the windows yeah. up and put the AC on. But typically, I, uh, pref- I prefer to now drive. Now it's making sense. Yeah. Total sense. That's. When you're driving with me, you don't want to hear it, so you leave the windows down. Correct. So I don't want to hear you talking. Is that what you're saying? Drowns me out. (laughs) Now I understand. But do we? It's not very nice, George. No, it's not. Were you about to say? Do we have any classes? I was about to say that we do have classes actually in in San Diego at nine o'clock today. Fertilizing with Richard, and at nine thirty we have rodent control for your yard and garden with Tyler. Does that? Will they talk about snakes? No. They may take up talk about them as a potential predator to help with your rodents, but that's not for you and what to was imply. The other one? Ants. Oh, well, they talk about ants. No, in the they're not going class. to talk about ants. Probably not. Probably not. Unless somebody asks a question regarding ants. Okay. Right. So, and the following week, September sixteenth, we have Fox Farm products with Corey Hansen at in San Diego at nine, and in Poway at nine thirty. Brassicas and other fall crops with Farmer Roy as we get ready for the fall planting cool weather season. My good friend Tim just texted me. Farmer Roy time. Oh, Farmer Roy is back. Yeah. You know what my friend Tim just texted me? My good friend Tim. What? Three words. You are cheap. Yeah. That's what he said. (laughs) Thanks, Tim. Good morning. Well, Well, Tim, you know him well. as well. (laughs) Exactly. And Kevin Grangetto texted us that it is the Grape Day uh, run. Grape Day... Is that 5K, you... Grape Day 5K up in Escondido. It's a fundraiser for some good causes. And when they're done, do they go and and get into a big vat like exactly. Lucio Ball and push the and squash the grapes with their grapes feet? Or... or do they get to just drink? I do not know. But if you want more information on the Grape Day 5K, you can go to the Grape Day, not the, grapedayfivek.com and get that information. Okay. I'm there. Don't look at me like that. That's the only way I look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, George. Um, we have to do a correction for the record. I think it was two weeks ago we were here, and I was talking about black mission figs and the black fig fly. And I said, well, the ones that were infected, infested, had stayed small, and the right. big ones, Remember I opened that. them up, and there were no maggots inside, and so they would be fine. And that was true. At that time. At that time for my experiences up until that point. But I think it was Sunday or Monday after radio, I went and had another fig and I opened it up and I looked inside and there was some movement, quite a bit of movement. So, and it was with a big ripe fig that looked really good. And I could have, I would have back in the olden days before we had to worry about larvae being inside our figs. But I... 
Have you guys had any figs this year? I, I, have, I have, and, have, and I have not. And I think the revelation, I think you and I spoke of this, is <clears throat> when I had mine, I was concerned as well of the BFF, the black fig fly. So I oh. opened it up in half, and I you know, squished it so I can push the insides up and look. Yes. The insides look like larva, whether there's something there or not. You have, so to, you have really to wait to see so they move. wait to see which part of this fig is going to move. That is I have, so right. true. Yeah. I have opened and eaten a fig a half piece at a time and looked at them and not really cared and never thought, wow, the inside of a fig looks a lot like little yeah, fly larvae or what we would consider, what we would call maggots. A maggot, right. But now that I have to look at every one... Well, I really don't, right? It's just you, you, a little protein, and right, I'm not yeah. vegan, so it's not a big deal. Correct. I have, unfortunately, I have the Violette de Bordeaux and the Mission, and both of those thus far, knock on wood, etc. I have not seen any evidence of the BFF. Now, I know you were shouting in loudly that there's no concern for, from the mountaintops. No concern, nothing to worry about here. Nothing to go away until you had your first, and then now the world is, you know, now the world is. It's slowing yeah, down, exactly. but, but um, I was originally, well, originally I wasn't concerned at all because it didn't affect me. Right. And as soon as it affected me, well, that is what you're... That's what I'm alluding to, right? To what you are referring to. To what you are referring to. To which? Um, to which. And, but I've gotten figs off of all my trees that have seemed to have been larva-free. At least you think. Yeah. yeah. Quite frankly, yeah. And that's, that's all that matters, only, right? Exactly. That's, that's all, all that, that really matters. matters. Yeah. You know, most nights when I go down to lock up the chickens, I get a few grapes and I get a few figs. And one morning after doing that, I woke up feeling a little differently than I normally do. <laughs> that's all I'll say. But uh, so then I, I'm wondering if that was a lot of fruit. If that was larva in the fruit, no, nah, it's or just totally a, unrelated. Yeah, I was going to say it's a fruit or unrelated. My but opinion. Did you feel larva exiting from your tummy <laughs> in any way, like coming out, pushing out, uh, like sort alien, of, like yeah. alien? No, yeah. I okay, did not then you're, notice then you're that. fine. <laughs> okay, um, but I did. Well, so this week I've noticed on my tiger fig, I had a lot of tiger figs this week, and they have not gotten to full size. But they were clean on the inside, and the tiger fig has a a deeper, redder flesh, so that a white maggot will show up very easily in there. It's it's that's a good. I think yeah. more easily spotted, or maybe they absorb the color and they're not easily <laughs> spotted. But I didn't find any. They blend. They blended, but they were really good. And because they're not getting to full size, I'm thinking this tree hangs over the fence out onto the street, and it's the one that my neighbors like to pick harvest borrow harvest from borrow harvest that's a good word i think we'll use it we'll harvest to start they like to harvest from that tree but i don't think they're harvesting this year for two reasons one because they don't look ripe and two because my there's a sign that says infected with maggots well actually i was thinking this year about saying please don't pick the fruit because people do come and, and i've had Cars come and stop on the street, and people get out with bags and just start harvesting. Are you me? People would do me. that. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's it's yeah. yeah. Two thousand. Do you know what surprises me, Mark? Well, that that surprised you. Well, you don't live like on the 
beaten path. Either. No, it's a it's a private street. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense. Well, I guess it doesn't but matter anymore. Yeah, people nothing's. know that the tree's there, and people have told. Uh, one lady came up and asked, and she said, "Oh, my friend walks by this tree and told me it was here." And and so well, I at came least to she see asked. Could, yes, very nice yes. of her. That she I mean, only asked because David was there. I, oh, right? Yeah. Had he not been there, <laughs> he's there out there with been, his gun. Right? Yeah. But the I have a guard. It's going to sound strange, but it's a it's a gardening show. I have a guard of naked ladies around that side okay. of the tree, and it's blooming. The best bloom I've ever had from my Amaryllis belladonna or naked lady flowers is this year, and they make a semicircle around the tree. In previous years, they've bloomed later or have not bloomed as much, so they just there's no fence there. But this year, there's lots of spikes on each cluster. Well, that's cool. Nice. And have you guys noticed that? Um, it's, yeah, in my backyard too. I have some naked ladies, and I hadn't. I realized that they were flowering, and I hadn't in years past. So yes, I, we don't have any. When uh, Ken and I hike uh, Miller Ranch, there's an old home. There's a foundation of a home there, and around the foundation are naked lady bulbs. So somebody. Yeah, I recall you showing me some of photos of that in the past. And hundred yards away, there are others that I'm guessing were spread by birds. But those are all in full bloom right now. And I was pointing them out to Ken, and he was amazed. He'd never seen those before, not Ken Anderson. Right, right, right. He called me last week, and he said, I see them everywhere now. It's so funny. Those naked lady bulbs are blooming everywhere. It's I like, see them all the time. Yeah, never, we, never noticed them until you pointed it out, and, and now you cannot not see you them. You can't not yeah. see them. We should probably put some in as well. Yeah, right. they are beautiful. Wow. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. We suffered a couple of yeah. musical losses in the last little over a week. And Smash Mouth who, Marky? Oh, what's that? Yeah, the singer died, yeah. The lead singer. The lead singer, yeah. But what was his name? Do you I was oh, something you to... Hartwell. I oh, okay. honestly don't. Uh, I apologize. I thought Steve, for sure you you're right. know Steve. that. Steve. What is it? Yeah. Steve, Steve Hurtwell. Hurtwell, yeah. Okay. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. When, uh, before we went into the break, actually, the 5K grape run is for uh, the MS Society and for the Escondido Rotary. So... Good causes. We know that Mr. Grangetto is up in the is a big part of the Escondido area, so support Escondido when you're not supporting San Diego or Poway. And Poway has we have a parade today in Poway. Oh, we do have a parade today. So for, if you're for what Poway days? Poway, oh, okay. The dog days of 
almost fall? Of almost, yes. Almost the vernal equinox. Oh, mm. we need to talk about that. Well, we well before we do. Yeah, we can talk about it later because it's another week or so if away. If you're coming, no, well. He's right. It's not till the 23rd or 22nd. Okay. Plenty of time. Without regard to the vernal equinox, <laughs> how many minutes of, of sun have we lost since the high point of summer? I remember I, what you told me. Was it? I think I said one hour and 57 or 56? 59. 59. One hour and 59 minutes. Since Two June, hours since, of light. Since June 21st. Since so. June 21st have gone. You where did it, they go? They went, like they, the went, dark, they, they went to they the went, dark side. They went to Australia. They're on the other side right now. We'll get them back and next so they've summer. Gotten a, Seems like it's only been an hour and a half, but okay. Yeah. I, hour 130, 159. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. It's a. It's a lot of. It's a chunk of time when you are outside doing things in the evening. It makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, but it makes it so you have to go in sooner, so you don't have to do as much work. That's Uh, my favorite time of the year. Yeah. But that work is good for you. Totally. All right. Um, Did we talk enough about black fig fly? Do we have? Is there anything new to, other than, either enjoy the extra protein or look carefully look no i i have seen some discussion about and and i would never do this because i am far too lazy but i've seen talk of as soon as the fig starts forming to wrap it with a very fine mesh so that the fly cannot get to it and and and, and put the <laughs> that, eggs. that means you have way yeah way if you're too doing that you, have, you have one fig tree and it's a little one is, yeah. is what that means if you're able to do that and you know you we don't could, really go anywhere but maybe anything. there's a an opportunity here we can sell we can manufacture and sell little fig booties. And it would be like a little coin purse right. with a little tie on it, but it has a to be loose enough. A drawstring. A drawstring. That's right. what I, yeah, yeah, a drawstring on it. And we'll call them fig booties. And, and there we go. A million what do you dollar, think? It's a million dollar idea. Okay. I think the, the shark real, tank. I, the shark tank. I think the real moneymaker in that is not the, the manufacturing or selling, it's the applying. You have to go to somebody, I will apply these. That's where you make your money because no one's going to, no one wants to put booties no. on. How many figs do you have on one of your large trees? <laughs> hundreds, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Not, and that's one tree. And they're ongoing in developmental right, stage. So right. you have to go out every week and find the new small fruit and fig booty them. Back to my laziness. It would never, it's I, not going to happen. Never it's not going to work. Yeah. But I didn't, the, uh, you said your Violet du Bordeaux has no fig fly that well, you're aware of exactly. which you are aware to at, at as of yesterday to my knowledge we did not have any black fig fly, fig, fig yeah. flies easy for me to say and on my <laughs> celestial which is kind of a compadre it's smaller and purple i have not found any fig fly larva in those and i'm wondering if it's they're too small and they don't care or if there's a different sent to the sap or that's interesting now three weeks ago i sat here is it (laughs) that's not interesting but But it it is but i know where you were going to go you you were about to say you know three four weeks ago you thought all of your figs were immune well no just the ones that got to the ripened (laughs) to the full size ripened stage yes so don't know I'm I'm sure that there was a there was a lot of research going on. To I think what they want us to do now is remove all figs from our trees and dispose of them and properly. dispose of them properly. The, well, the big fear, and I think I shared this when we first mentioned this insect a, a month or so ago, is that it will get to the Central Valley, where, right. where you know most of the nation's figs are grown, 
big big production up there so we you know trying to keep it out of there much like we were trying to keep the psyllid from infecting citrus trees with HLB. How did that work out for Not us? Not so well yet. Yeah, we're starting to, that, that, that battle's still ongoing. But there are, again, a lot of industry um, scientists in, in chemical companies that manufacture pesticides, uh, university researchers, the industry themselves, citrus industry and others are all coming Working. together to try yeah. to, you know, to fix exactly. this and remedy it. And as a matter of fact, we just saw a story about a product in, that Florida has in fact, that was approved. our Wednesday wisdom this past week. What was it? A company in, had just received authorization from the Florida, I don't remember, the, their Department of Agriculture uh, to, to put in, uh, to inject a chemical, I guess it's a back, back, um, um, antibiotic of some yes. sort, into citrus trees. And it, thus far, it is reducing the amount of fruit drop that's occurring, and it's increasing the bricks because what, the, the sweetness of the... Uh, and it's increasing, increasing yields of infected trees 30%, right. which is well, that's, yeah. pretty dramatic. Which is significant yeah. if, you're, if you were at zero. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And it's your, if it's your livelihood, it's significant. And if we are concerned, which I am, we and I'm sure we are, be. that we are, collectively. citrus is going to have to go by the wayside before it comes back, this is... A good way of a, managing it doesn't step solve in the, the problem, yeah it's a mitigating it, step not a panacea but it's certainly on the uh, a, a, a good step in the right direction i agree you mm -hmm. agree absolutely all right so we're all in concurrence we can go home now well, we're done okay call it a day thanks for thanks for mm -hmm. participating if you would like to give us a call the number here is 888-344-1170 we had a nice arrival and and clearance from the ag department this week oh what did we get we received a bunch of, we were talking about belladonnas a few moments ago, right? Okay. So, yeah, but we didn't get any of those. No, we didn't in, get so any, but they that. are bulbs. And oh, so okay. we did. We received a bunch of bulbs. We got hyacinths and crocus and... Um, you have the list I right know, in front I'm of I'm going to just see what I can remember and see... Nar, nar, um, nar, uh, gosh, where was I, it? I'll go with lycoris. How about a couple of lycoris, the spider right, lilies? The spider lilies, yeah. And those the are, tulips and they garlic. are naturalizers like the... Right. Belladonna's like the naked lady bulbs. I was going to say Narcissus too, but those also naturalize beautifully. Yes, they will. And um, they just, it's only a smattering of what we are expecting. And the paper whites have not yet arrived. I was told oh, they're going to okay. be a little bit later and that I should have known that. Well, we received eight different types of bulbs with a variety of colors and such uh, within each of those with the exception of garlic. I think we only received one style of garlic at this was point. Was it the elephant garlic? No, I think it was the elephant garlic, okay. correct. There was supposed to be a California garlic on that, but we're expecting the bulk of our garlics in the it, later, actually it'll probably be next month, Right. early next okay. month. Looking forward to growing garlic again. I haven't done, haven't done it in a couple of years, but... You know, you, that brings me to one of the questions that we usually ask is what, what's grow, what's, what are you harvesting right now? What's ripe in your yard? And... One of the things that we harvested a ton of just as summer was was garlic. We have a ton of garlic sitting in the in the pantry. And garlic is that what is so you're easy. supposed to do after you buy it, plant it, and grow it? You're supposed <laughs> to harvest that was garlic. My issue a lot too, of people yeah. do that. Some are kind of you know just leave mm. it in the ground for next year. But yeah, you harvest it, and some people even actually put it in it. their kitchen and use it. <laughs> yeah, I did harvest one stalk of garlic <laughs> from the when I saved it from the gophers a few months ago, and it is still sitting outside the garage on a chair um i'm drying it <laughs> so that i can use it later you know what you might want to do is as we approach fall bulb planting season <clears throat> maybe just 
bring it out and start again yeah, with that put one. put it in the ground, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Huh. I did find <laughs> I did find some other garlic that when I weeded an area that I had planted a year or two ago. And it kind of does take care of itself if you leave it in the ground. You know, it, it, does. it does. It really uh, does. We, yeah, yeah I, I'm regularly finding some as I'm preparing the bed for the next planting. Oh, look, here's some garlic I missed. Yeah. And we did get in some allium, the ornamental allium. Ornamental okay. oniony. Yeah. 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 And they, they produce that beautiful purple globe flower. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, a regular onion gives you the white. Which is bowl, still which a is very pretty. Nice. And bees love that. It's a great uh, source of yeah. food for bees. So, so it works you know, if well. we go just a little um, and we also got in the crocus sativus. Oh, yeah. And I'm sad Ken's not here to, to tell, tell his story. story. <laughs> crocus sativus story. But. That's funny. When I was looking at the bulbs, I actually thought of that story yesterday. I've heard it once or twice before. Not not sure exactly. <laughs> we'll wait for Ken. He can tell it again. Exactly yeah. how many. Um, figs, pears are still coming on. Persimmons are still coming on. And I'm very close to harvesting my late season peaches. I don't have okay. any ones yet. The rats and squirrels. Did you know? Get. I have almost no macadamias left on my tree from the rats. I think it was mostly squirrels. Squirrels love okay. them too. Yeah, yeah but that's... well, you know what you might want to do. What might I want to do? You might want to swing by Walt Anderson Nursery in Poway today at nine thirty. There's a gentleman who's going to be teaching teaching a class about rodent control for your yard. Okay, I. Control your own rodents? Well, I've attempted. Okay. I have uh, been partially successful. Clearly, I was not as successful Maybe, as I yeah. needed to be because I really, I am, don't even know what to say here. There are no nuts left on the tree. Actually, I saw one, but there were probably thousands of macadamias on that tree a month and right. a half ago. And I did pick a couple while they were still in their green husk. Green, right. Because if I get to them at the right time, the squirrels don't take as many of them, and they'll still ripen. But the ones that I did as my test when there were probably still a couple hundred macadamias on the tree, they didn't... They weren't ready yet. They weren't ready yet. And now there's nothing. Someone told me that once the... You know, you wait for the outer husk to kind of split a little bit. Once you see that on one, just go out there and harvest them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And... I have been successful doing that before, but this time they took them all while they were still green. Yeah, I, I did that at the other house, and, and our, our current macadamia nut's too young. It hasn't started producing because it was from seed, so we're, hopefully next year. How long? Okay. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You are listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break and be back right after this. your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back. 
with more Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. If you would like to give us a call, the phone number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We were talking before the break about nothing. I mean, lots of things. <laughs> and one of them was harvestables. What harvestables. Were harvest- right. And you brought into Walter Anderson Nursery in the lovely Poway, California this week, a gorgeous striped watermelon. It was delicious. It was. It was very sweet. It was just shy of 32 pounds, and it was grown underneath a coffee cake persimmon tree. And why do you point that out, Mr. Allman? Well, because some people think you shouldn't grow anything under your fruit trees, and I am an advocate that there's a that whole food forest and permaculture thing works pretty well. It, and you it, don't have to water excessively the whole tree to take care of that one watermelon? I always put it where the main bubbler is. So it gets more. So it gets more. And I do water it more frequently when I first plant it, you know, with a hose, just enough to get it started. But once it's, you know, in the ground for a while, it gets the same water as the fruit tree, about once a week. But again, I have a lot of mulch. You've been there. You saw how much mulch is around those trees, right? And you just got a whole bunch more. We had, yeah, we had a wonderful chip drop, four of them, maybe five of them over the last 10 days or so. You want to share that information, or are you afraid you won't get enough chip drop? Oh, no, drop no. There, the there's a great app if for those of you, and I think most gardeners around here know that, called Chip Drop. And you put in your address and some information, and I think it's a $20, you throw $20 in there, and then when the folks are in your neighborhood, they will drop off um, whatever chips they have so that they don't have to go to the dump or drive somewhere else right. to get rid of them. And so it's a win for them because they can get right back to work. And, and it's these a are big the win for you. Ground up tree trimmings. Ground that up you tree use trimmings. As mulch. As I use in mulch. As I use in mulch. Some of it I'll put in my compost, depending on what it is. But yeah, but there's. I mean, these are not like a little pickup truck worth. This is the big, this the big yards. rigs dropping them off. Yeah. So you have to have space. Right. You <clears throat> indeed you have to have space. Yeah. And then you have to have time to. And a wheelbarrow or a tractor, or, you know, a little bucket. And or the will. Sort. Probably the will's the big one. Exactly. Yeah. Where there's a will, I want to be in it. <laughs> um, some say some say that, are you lost well that yeah. it was just unnecessary but i was gonna we were talking about the mulch and that was going to remind me of a uh, your stardom your recent your most recent stardom george infamous it's more than famous do tell the port of san diego has a campaign for um keeping the bay clean and they they were did they're doing these little segments of different ways to help uh, reduce runoff and, and such. We're, we're not going to discuss the why well but the what but we'll get to why they're doing it so they, okay. they did a little campaign on composting and they came to the nursery and asked for you know some some spot where they can do some videoing and we ended up doing it in my yard and so we did a two minute actually it was like a four hour event but it ended up being a little two minute video that's on the port of san diego that's my bay um, website and they're doing this to try and help us with our recycling and keep the bay clean. Is that the... Part of it, yeah. Keep runoff. You know, if you have a nice thick layer of mulch around your yard, you help reduce runoff from the rain because it soaks in more readily. You reduce the, the waste stream going to the dump, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So. Gotcha. And who, who was your co-star in this? A, a little worm called Wilma. Wilma the worm. 
she did far better than I did. Well, yeah, after having <laughs> we did have some cre- we, yeah, we had some creative differences in the beginning, but you know, <laughs> but you guys worked <laughs> we through worked them. We worked it out. We worked. Did your out. agents get involved? Or agents. Was this there just was a the big country, yeah. There's a contract dispute in the beginning, but we're we're good now. Yeah. But what's funny is if you see the video, and we'll post it on our Facebook page. Um, the watermelon. I think the watermelon that David just spoke of that we ate was in the video with the with Wilma the worm. She got to look at it before we did. That's pretty exciting. And then you were also touting the benefits of the mulch. We were talking about the chip drop. But, you know, we that's something we talk about regularly about, you know, how useful mulch is and compost uh, for, you know, weed suppressing, weed suppression, retaining moisture, the, the, the famous microbial activity to increase the uh, organic material in your soil. And so we talked all about that. Well, it's funny you should mention weeds because I had a chip drop the old-fashioned way i spoke to somebody and said if you ever have any and you're in my head oh well, yeah the old-fashioned guy is, is was my tree trimmer who yes it is yeah. it was i hope it hopefully is. it wasn't the stuff from my yard no, no it was not <laughs> but i have noticed after the rain we had from who was our tropical storm what was her head Haley. Haley? or no hillary hillary that's right with one l yeah um tropical storm hillary have you noticed how many weeds the fall weeds have already started prematurely all the grasses are up all of those evil things with the little uh filleries yes all of that stuff is up everywhere in my yard except where you have thick layer where i put a thick layer of mulch there i have uh, bermuda coming through it in some areas but it, it is very obvious when where the mulch is because there are no weeds there but everywhere else if you're gonna get on your weed suppression this year. It's starting a little early. It's time to get out there. It is, and you've seen our front yard, and, and that is during the summer months, it's just barren, brown, you know, hard clay, except where we, we have the mulch around the trees. Right now, it's beautifully blanketed green. Yeah. But they're all weeds, and they're going to be domesticated when I get on the riding lawnmower here this weekend, <laughs> but domesticated weeds. But nonetheless, it's green. It looks so You're much You're going to keep them and just, I, just I, maintain we keep them? them cut down. Or? Yeah, well, it's just too much. I mean, I would, I'm not going to put mulch on two acres it's just around the fruit trees but we do keep it down and, it, and actually we kind of like it it looks nice <laughs> except you have to keep them from going to yeah, seed, seed as yeah, best you can exactly the grass i don't mind the grasses it's that other stuff that you just mentioned you know all the the burrs and the spiky foxtails etc those have to be kept at bay well i was noticing that what seemed to come up late this year was the goat heads those really it's a beautiful light green mat but it produces those solid, round, thorny, what is called a goat head thorn that'll puncture bike tires, and it's really good on bare feet. <laughs> um, but they seem to have come up late this year, and I don't know if that was because of late spring or if it was the. It almost seems like it was Hillary that triggered those. Well, I, I think so. You know, we Hillary came on Sunday. I flew out of town on Tuesday. We came back Saturday. In those four or five days, the yard was green. And if you want to get ahead of them. <laughs> Either mow them, mulch them, or spray, spray or them. control yep. them in some other way. And and the only way really to get ahead of them is to prevent them from going to seed, right. which you can sort of do right. with the riding mower. But you know those, but, uh, but those low low those those tiny ones that spread out yes. close to the ground, you cannot get those are a weed mulch or spray. And those are the ones right. that get in between dogs' paws and yeah. ears Correct. and yep. cause vet bills. Yep. And so. Getting rid of them now, I, what was it that I, oh, stinging nettle. When I moved into the <laughs> property where I live, it was all stinging nettle. And it remained stinging nettle for a year or two because I didn't control it. 
Did you make tea? Before it went to seed. No, I didn't make tea. <laughs> do you make tea out of stinging I, I don't. Nettle? I just know people do. What it's is very supposed popular. To be, do you know what the benefit of stinging? No, I, I just know people make tea out of it. Is it better than regular tea? Well, probably. Earl Grey? It, has it doesn't different... have caffeine. It's probably just it has healthier, I don't know, yeah, antioxidants. I, we'll look it up someday, but I just know people do make tea out of it. All right. I'm going to put you in charge of that. But the where I was headed before I got sidetracked trying to admonish you Took over. <laughs> um, was getting rid of the the nettle before it went to seed. And now I rarely have stinging nettle in my yard. And I had controlled all of those little curly cues, the foxtails, right. mm-hmm. uh, the flat growing one. But I got lazy a couple of years ago and now it's everywhere again. And I, I'd gone out there with my little tool and taken out the rosette because it's very easy to pop them out when it's when damp out when it's damp out right. when there isn't one bazillion of them in the yard and there aren't a bazillion of them when there's not a lot of them out there when there are but few now that's totally taken over again yeah they they, yeah, they, they, they seed freely it, yes. and then they seed again freely and you, you end up with a large population but i all right so mulch them yeah, Big because fan. that would take care of it completely. Do you have to? You don't have that much space no. in your planters. No, I do not. And you haven't mulched them either, have you? No. And you're not going to, are you? The probably way you kind not. of curled up your tongue and said no, or <laughs> lip and said no. No, no probably not. No. Thinking about it, every time we talk about it, I think about it. Oh, like me. Exactly. But probably not going to happen. We'll, we'll see. So everyone that teaches classes, David talks about it, I talk about it, Brian talks about it, <clears throat> Richard, <clears throat> excuse me, Richard Wright, John Clements, Tom. So Stoneman. the science is settled. The on science it. is settled. Mulch. Exactly. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yes. I did plant a couple of fruit trees earlier this summer, and I just dug the hole and stuck them in the ground and put mulch around them. Oh, I'm proud of you. Because yeah. that's what the current science says I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I still don't like it. I still don't. I still did you don't put any fertilizer, it. like a handful? I think I did. Yeah, okay. not I think. I did put yeah. some. some. Uh, and everything's doing Earth. fine? It's doing fine. I okay. still am watering every day because I didn't put enough mulch around oh, I gotcha. them. I okay. still have a partial pile from, from the drop, and I need to put it around them to conserve the moisture. But I think, I think there's gophers on the bank. Oof, yeah. They yeah they they've been pretty bad this year at our place as well, and I have not been as successful with the gophers. Although I did just deploy a couple more gopher hawks because I found some some gopher mounds in an area where I've never really had them before, and they're right around one of my little pockets of naked ladies, and in, they're in really hard soil, and that's the gopher hawk works well. I've finally come around to that as long as the soil is moist and you can drive the probe into it. When it is I've said dry, that it works really well in the winter months into spring, but summer it's hard, it's difficult to And if use. your soil yeah. is hard packed, even yeah. when it's moist, it's not any good. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, the number is 888-344-1170. We'll be back with more right after this.
get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back with more Garden Talk on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Brendan, I noticed, well, if you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. I noticed that you played both of George's uh, Jimmy Buffet requests and Buffett. zero of David's <laughs> Jimmy Buffet requests. Well, you know, I had a, you know. No, I don't. Him and my uncle are huge friends and huge Jimmy Buffett fans. I only felt, you know, but I'll, I'll owe you now next Now that I week. know the rest of the I story. I will owe you next week. Okay, but that? now that I know the rest of the story, to borrow a phrase, <laughs> I'm glad you did what you did. That makes much more sense. Thank you, thank you. You also did some, some off-air research on... Not nettle tea, but goat head tea. That's right. I didn't think that was a real thing, but apparently when I looked it up, it's an actual thing. And uh, here's what the benefits are. We have lower blood, press- blo- lower blood pressure. I need that. Lower cholesterol levels. I need that. Clear eyesight. I need that. Uh, oh. And then balancing effects on uh, nervous systems, mental clarity, and vitality as well. I oh, wonder wow. if it's got enough benefit. To, to make me mentally clear, or to give me clarity, Ooh, you might just need more than one cup. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go. I wonder if I could just eat the goat head weeds. I'd probably have to clean the. You might wash them do first. That. Yeah. Um, I might have to try that. I need every one of those things. We all do. Oh yeah, exactly. Everybody well, does. I thought this was about you. You know, try to make up for the for the Jimmy Buffet slight that i suffered we have a call from pam in san diego good morning pam hi this is oh this is nurse pam hello nurse pam Uh oh (laughs) i have something i'm gonna have to tell you that you probably don't know but anyway what's your question first oh dear is it about your dad yeah it might be but what's your question first oh all right um um i have a plumeria that's about 10 years old, and it won't bloom. Okay. You have it in the ground or in a pot? It's in a pot. Okay. I would say probably food and water. Right. Um, oh, it, it gets it gets the same as the other, and from the, it's a, it started from a cutting. Right. And so, I have a cutting from the same plant that blooms for oh, it just boobs all over the place. But this one, it's about um, four feet tall. It's nice and green. It gets the same um, sun. Sometimes, uh, Pam, plenty of sun. Sometimes the longer they're in a outside, pot, the longer they're in a pot, or depending on the exposure, uh, it could be a little bit hotter in one area or cooler in another. That even though the pots seem to be very close to each other. And it might not seem like a big difference, but it might be enough to make a big difference in the, the life of the plumeria. But usually, if they're not blooming, it's because they're not getting enough food or water, primarily water, to get the energy to put out the new growth, which will 
cause the flower to come along? Huh. Well. And I remember, I remember coming out and visiting your house because we had a similar conversation about roses not blooming many, 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 many years ago. Yeah. And I thought that that was primarily related to water. You might even just try mulching the pot giving it the same water and throwing a layer of mulch over the pot to conserve what's there. It is okay. getting late for it to bloom this year. Yeah, well, we're, um, we've been, uh, we moved it. Um, uh, well, when it started out, it started out as a, a six-inch cutting. Right. And was put in the ground. And this was ten years ago. And this was in in the back of the house, and um, it just didn't do anything, barely anything. Then then somebody told because I knew nothing about plumeria. Some somebody said, you know, the plumeria does better in pots than in the ground. Mm. So I took it up and put it in a pot and a big one, and um, and it grew and it just grew beautiful. It puts out beautiful green leaves. <coughs> And then I decided that it wasn't getting, uh, there was a, a right alongside of it, I had a rose in a pot. And I decided that where it's, the pots were sitting in the back were not getting enough sun. So I moved it to the front of the, of the house where it was nothing but sun. And the um, rose did fine. And uh and it and and it did fine. It just grew like nobody's business. <coughs> oh, excuse me, but it won't bloom. And then, but the other then later, I got there was I was given it was my gardener at the time. She's passed away, but um, uh, she brought another cutting and put it in another pot uh, in the uh, on the south side of the house and it is it just blooms like nobody's business getting the same kind of treatment well i would try giving it a shot of food and next year it's getting late for this year because it's going to start uh yeah slowing down in its well, growth. you know we we i thought we feed it every two weeks well, it's oh, water. I know what it is. It's the non-blooming plumeria variety. <laughs> that might be it. It's the bloom free. No, um, I would look at at repotting it again next year. Not now. Leave it in the pot that it's in for this year, and next May, put it into a larger pot with some fresh soil, and hopefully, it'll get the energy that it needs to bloom next year. And make sure you feed it in the pot. Correct. Oh yeah, we have these. We have the 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 special fertilizer for tropical plants, and and you get you feed it every two weeks. Okay, well that's then you're, you're doing, doing fine you're doing with the that. Right, you're yeah. doing the right things. So yeah, maybe the uh, maybe going to the pot and the soil will be next. Um, mm. Once they get it, or if they've been in a pot for a very long time, most of the nutrient value is gone from that soil, and it doesn't retain much moisture. And it might be stressing it out, preventing it from blooming. Um, oh, Pam, we're okay, going to have yeah. to go, but would you do me a favor and stay on the line, and I'll talk to you after we get off the air? Oh, I sure will. Okay. Thanks, Pam. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.
I guess that's going to almost do it for Garden Talk. Do we have classes coming up this week? We do. In San Diego at 9 o'clock, we have Fertilizing with Richard. And at 9.30 in Poway, we have Rodent Control for your yard and garden with Tyler. You might want to swing by that one. Well, I don't. Yes, I might. You know, and then maybe I'll have some macadamias next year. Exactly. Thousands, thousands of them are gone. It's crazy. And don't forget the, what was it, the 5K grape run? Right. In Escondido. In Escondido. That's going For on For MS today. and the Rotary. Poway, or Escondido, Escondido Rotary. Rotary. And it's Poway Days in Poway. Right. And there's going to be a parade down Poway Road this morning. So if you would like to come visit us at Walter Anderson Nursery in the lovely Poway, California, you're going to have to get around Poway Road between Community and Pomerado. That's the area that's going to be closed off from, I believe, about 8.45 until I think 10 they said or 11, 11 o'clock this morning. Right. And if you've missed our corpse flower, she is declining beautifully and has, has a new outfit on, And right? Correct, yeah. Daily. We're still posting pictures of her because there seems to be a desire to see what's going on with her. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. Auto Talk is coming up next. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery.